G'day, welcome to Brownlow Bar, where myself, Bards, Nev and Tybo discuss all the weekend's footy action, our Brownlow votes thus far in the season, and what's hot and what's not in the rest of the footy world. So welcome back for another episode, boys. Uh, how's the weekend? Good footy, some good footy. Some, some good footy, some bad footy. Yeah, and some, for me. some bloody different... Things on the footy scene too, boys. Uh, where do you start, really? I suppose we may as well talk about the the heavy hitting part. COVID nineteen. Yeah. Connor McKenna, the Irishman. <laughs> Is he ruling the world or what? <laughs> He's ruling the world of footy at the moment, isn't he? Yes. Oh, only if you're a Demons or an Essendon supporter, I think. So oh, at this stage, but it can easily just scoot on and ruin everyone else's footy. We're yeah. going to play. Who's um, Melbourne's got Geelong in this week? On Sunday, and Essendon have... Is it Carlton? Carlton, yeah. That's right, because Geelong Carlton played this well, week. Carlton will be there. rubbing their hands together, because if those Essendon defenders have to quarantine for a few days, they're going to be forced to play by the looks of it. Old Gill's already said yeah. that. So. Are, we, are we happy to say that, look, you know, without sounding too harsh on Conor McKenna, he hasn't done much wrong. At the moment, they believe he went to an open house, I think. So, although he's probably still broken the rules by doing that, at the end of the day... You know, you're allowed to go get your groceries. You're allowed to go have a coffee. You know, how many people go to an open house? Pretty unfortunate. But in saying that, I think fair's fair. And if you can put 22 blokes on the field, you've got to play. Like every club's got to abide by the same rules. And if the season's going to go ahead, they've got to agree that just your discipline of your players is number one. They have to be perfect or they risk this happening. Or you think it's rubbish and very harsh if they have to play with a lot of people out? I reckon Conor McKenna... Needs to be suspended for the rest of the year. That's a big no-no, boys. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, anyway, no doubt the Irishman will be hurt and he'll be copping a bit of flack too. Nev, what do you reckon? You reckon it's fair, fair or what? Oh, I don't know. We don't know the ins and outs of all the protocols they have to follow and how it works, what Gil has set up. But um, yeah. I don't know. The talk was today that it may have been a false positive test. So... He may yeah, even be so okay. have the fingers so, crossed. So yeah, who who really knows what the go is? Um, obviously, if he if he is proven to be positive, which at the moment looks like it, and anyone who's coming to tournament, they have to be quarantined. It's what the rules I think the AFL have put out. So yeah, exactly, just got to deal with it. I think if it was the ho- if he had had a whole team training session, I think it would be more. It be, would be skating on thin ice, I reckon, because the whole team wouldn't be able to play for two weeks. So that yeah. throws all season disarray. But I don't know. Let's let's keep our fingers crossed. It doesn't affect us too much. Yeah, that's it. Um, let's hopefully it's only him, and if not, it's only a couple of other boys. That yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, focusing on the positives of the weekend, boys. There was still some good footy played. In particular, let's talk about the rise of the mighty Suns, the Gold Coast. How good are they going? They going really good. Ridiculous. Really good. I mean, let's be fair. Crows, like I didn't watch them last week, Nev, but you're not wrong about them. They are woeful. There is no other way. I said bottom four last week. Uh, They confirmed. I've put money on them to win the spoon, yeah. Have you? Yeah. Fair again? Yeah. Put money out of the pocket. I've just threw a cheeky 10 on because, I mean, it's probably. What were they paying? Oh, it's about $4 or something like that. $4 on them. Who's the worst team in the Crows? All right, now there's none, is there? Maybe. Especially when Carlton beat the Cats, hey, Ty? That's the next talking yeah, point. Talking <laughs> yeah. I, maybe yeah. the Crow seconds could be worse, but even I reckon they put up a fight. Now, look, although Gold Coast are going well, there's one thing I thought about over the weekend with them playing footy. Now, obviously, I, I don't think you've 
not saying Stewie Jew's doing a bad job, but you can't say that he's been outstanding. He did coach last year as well. They weren't this good. It's not like they've recruited huge depth with superstars. They've just gone for your mid-price are really good players, but no superstars, like I said. However, um, they're, they're playing with so much more confidence and skill and they're daring, you know what I mean? They're not, they're not second-guessing. They're looking like they want to move the ball quickly. They think they're going to try and hit a target and nine out of ten times now they are because they're pulling the trigger, which they weren't doing last year. I, I want to know from you, do you think playing with no crowds could potentially be something that has massively benefit, benefited the Suns? No. no or, or it is literally just that they are... No, they, they don't have crowds. It's a start. You got me. <laughs> um, it's, it probably actually does help them because I think more of the opposition turns up. Yeah. So... Because you then, think if then, you're a young fella and the pressure's on you every time you get that ball, you're in your first, second game, you're not even sure if you're going to hold your position. You got the crowd last thing you want to do is be the one that makes a mistake. The last couple of years, they have looked like a team full of blokes that are too scared of being the one to make a mistake. Then none of them are willing to pull the trigger and back themselves. This year, I don't know, I just thought no crowds. They're just like, who cares? Maybe it's even going to be a throwaway season yet. What have we got to lose? And they're playing with even more freedom because of that. But what you say is true, maybe... You know, obviously, they didn't have any fans to start with. I think, to turn a, lot up, the, so. I think a lot of the young ones, not too obviously much. a year older, they've got a gun in Matt Rowe, like he's an absolute oh, weapon. But I think one thing that needs to be talked about is the lock, the trade to get Lockie Weller. Um, they traded a first-round draft pick, pick I believe. Two. Pick two, pick was it? Two pick number two yeah. for Lockie Weller. Um, yep. And they traded out Brendan well. Matera and they got pick 42 back. Now, Lockie Weller's come on leaps and bounds this year, but you've that number, the number 42 pick uh, was Ballard, the defender. Yep. He's yep. been a shining light in that back line defender, mate. this year. So. Mate, that's their biggest strength right now, I think. Is, as good as Real and them are playing, their back line defensively really is solid as a rock with Ballard, Buderick in there. Um, Collins. Collins, yeah. The young guns, he's, he's fit this year. That's a huge help. Um, yeah. I think um, the way they turned it around, I said to you, was through the week was... Um, over the last couple of years, they picked up those um, those rejects maybe from other clubs, um, the guys that weren't getting the minutes that they wanted. Rejects, you know, well, rejects <laughs> is probably <laughs> rejects. Is harsh, I think, but well, I, I think guys like Greenwood that's struggling to get constantly out, teetering on the edge of the best twenty-two at other sides. Exactly, um, Ellis obviously he's he a Premiership player at Richmond, and they couldn't afford um, to keep but him. But all of these these guys give that senior sort of. Leadership to the young fellas that are at the club. They it's a good call now, isn't it? All their, their draft picks through all these young 18 year olds, they're all just playing with each other like another 18 team. Yeah. Um, a lot of belief, isn't it? They've got a bit, of, um, a bit of seniority around the, around the club. Now they all want to stay. They're starting to win some games. They're playing some footy. Confident. Yeah, it's good yeah. to see. Right. Jury, so jury, jury's still out on them. I'll so we'll see really, what happens yeah. in a few weeks. Well, that's right. The Crows um, are going. But for now, yeah. let, let's get let's. But get let's be fair. West Coast, mate, they're no slouches, are they? And they still no. put it to Brisbane for quite a while there on the weekend. So the Chose Gold Coast are actually just playing really, really good, good footy. footy so it's great to see. We'll put it down mostly to footy. to recruitment then, really, and the fact that these blokes that have been recruited have seen it as a second opportunity, second lease on life, and they're having a crack. Right, eh? So without using Gold Coast because we've spoken about that enough, um, let's get into our highlight and low light from the round of footy, boys. It was. All right. Well, um, I, I'm i going to just go to uh, the Friday night game between the Dogs and GWS. I know the Dogs ran over the top of them, but uh, the passion of that game and the intensity, I love 
that there's a bit of a rivalry there that hasn't really borne out of like being in the same city or anything like that. It's just pure hatred for each other. It is, I, like, I, and it? I think it's really good to see. And like, no one wants to see a punch train, but that scuffle that shows that there's intensity, passion. And oh, yeah. I, I really enjoyed watching that. Yeah, no one in the ground to see it really, and no. yet they still still did it. just at each other's throats. Yeah. yeah, just meant a lot, didn't it? Yeah, sure, I agree yeah, with you because and look, you know, commentary teams, AFL in general. They've, you know, they've paid to talk up rivalries. There's no question about that. But there's been a lot of years since you've seen genuine, probably, rivalries between genuine a couple of teams. between yeah. teams, almost. I mean, you've always got Essendon and Collingwood, Anzac Day clash. That's, you know, a great rivalry. And you've always got, I think, Hawthorne Geelong over the last years, a couple of years have been incredible, you know, rounds to watch. Everyone wants to watch those games of footy. But yeah, the showdown. A lot. You said, mate, the, um, you know, melees, genuine hatred, bullying, really. Yeah. Each team wanting to bully the other more is, um, you know, bullying is not encouraged outside of footy, but inside footy, every man for himself, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. uh, highlight from the weekend, Tyler? Uh, well, yeah, it's hard to go past the Suns and, and Raul, but, um, yeah, my highlight and low light probably come in the same game uh, was Carlton. Oh, the Cats. They were, they were good. Um, <laughs> the Blues, um, they come out firing. They were fast. They were... Um, they were hitting targets, putting pressure on the cats. And, Meow! And they were, um, yeah, the cats were just fumbling the ball non-stop because Carlton were just Adam, Adam, Adam. I was getting a few um, texts from you too. You weren't the happiest camper, I no, must I say. Human. <laughs> uh, I think that's putting it lightly. Yeah, the TV wasn't worth so much. I thought we were broken. Um, I wouldn't yeah. let my missus read your text. Carlton, put it that way. Carlton were good. They were good. Oh, very good, mate. Yeah. So the, what, the low light was Geelong getting done by Carlton? Yeah, well... <laughs> Low light, um, yeah. when you think the game justified the game's won because the goat gets a mark like twenty five out, pretty much directly in front, and then he sprays it. Shank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's back. The goat, he sprayed it. Unbelievable. Yeah. Never seen anything like it. It was his to have, wasn't it? It would have got him across the line, you'd think, Probably from there. Probably by the looks of it. He would have got mm-hmm. To be honest, it, it wasn't just that, that one goal. There was four or five in the last quarter. Like, Cats come back strong, but, um, yeah, they just sav, big sav, smothered Tom Hawkins on the line. You know, Grimeyer's played on from a free kick directly in front as well and kicked it yeah. straight to the defender. Finally did all the hard work to get there and shot themselves in the foot, didn't they? they did. Tell you what, Carlton did their best to so lose that game, time. though, didn't they? Oh, they, they tried. They, they tried. Yeah. Yeah, they were just they were on their feet early for three quarters. They were they were unreal. They really were, and they just ran out of gas. But um, yeah, it's good signs for them, though. I think. Um, my highlight boys would be. Um, oh yeah, I'm touching. I'm cheating a bit. I'm touching on the Gold Coast game again, I suppose. But it's more of an individual. I thought we saw the rise of a potential superstar in the future in Ben King on the weekend. Yeah. Um, you know, the weekend before he played good footy as well. But geez, if he keeps growing in confidence, like at the rate that he is every week at the moment, then by the end of this season, he is going to be unstoppable Like when it comes to um, contested marking. I mean, not so much contested with uh, standing his ground and trying to outbody the bloke. He's still pretty lean. But his athleticism was phenomenal on the weekend, and his overhead marking is, oh, gee, it's second to none, and he looked unreal. So, um, yeah, I loved it. I, I just loved watching him play footy. I thought he was unreal. Probably a breakout um, game for him, wasn't it? Was, really? mate, yeah. And yeah. I think, you know, he... Is he the better you know, brother? Oh, geez. I, I, I haven't Ma- Maxie's seen... probably got a few more runs on the board. I haven't watched enough of Max, to be honest with you. Not saying I've seen a lot of Ben, obviously, yeah. but I just didn't see any Saints games last year, really, yeah. uh, when he was playing, and I haven't watched them this year yet. So, um, But 
geez, if he they're, they're talented, there's no wonder yeah. teams went after him. So, but yeah, Ben King killed yeah. it. Oh, um, yeah, I think that's, yeah, pretty fair. <laughs> well, it was pretty simple for me. I've tipped Dustin Martin to win the bloody Brownlow medal and the bloke didn't put the boots on. Uh, yes. So, well, I tell you what. Oh, it was filthy, mate. Worst news I read when I heard Dusty's out. And I went, oh, goodness. Yeah, so, he's going to have to play bloody well, isn't he? Anyway, um, that's going to hurt because in a shortened season at the end of the day, every game matters. It means a lot more, I think. Missing one when you're not actually even genuinely injured. Um Anyway, hopefully he comes back. Hopefully, ribs or yeah. something. Well, yeah, yeah. Who knows? There was thoughts of temperature at the start too, so who knows? But at the end of the day, he's hopefully going to come back a really angry man for missing a game and uh, tears it up in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Well, uh, low lights, boys. Oh, I'll let Tiger first. I'm pretty sure I know what it's going to. Oh yeah, the cats. Yeah. Well, I, oh, had, sorry, I yeah. had them sitting there too. Sarvis punching the goal line it's probably cost him a game, but um, yep. probably. Second week in a row, boys, the Crows. Yeah. They're, uh, they're rubbish. Garbage. They are rubbish. Um, picked it, Like I said in the, at the start, picked them bottom four, I think. Who have they got in the next couple of weeks? Do we see them, uh, do we see I, them having it, a shot? Does it matter who they have? Really? Yeah, they do have, they do have the Lions next week, don't they? And da- Daniel Tarley has come out and openly said, we are at the moment non-competitive. Well, they've got Brisbane. And I mean, that got, sinks to the core. they got Brisbane. Then they've got Frio. So, That's yeah. It. Like, yeah. Freo, I think, have been unlucky. Um, yeah. Because they come out strong against Port, but obviously faded. As soon as it, as soon as the rain come down, they struggled. But um, I think they're a much better team than Adelaide. It's a like, long long road back for the Crows, oh, then, isn't it? Oh, jeez. I'd hate, I'd hate Wooden spoon bet might look all right, Nev. <laughs> mate, get on it. Well, Nev, uh, while we're on the topic, mate, have you given us a bit of information? It's time to head to the newsroom, boys. Thanks for that, lads. Righto, straight to the newsroom. Um, so, big one probably happened. Uh, Dusty missed a game with rib soreness. Laid out. Thoughts? Oh, well, we, we touched on that there, yeah. Um, just disappointing, well, anything. It'd be more disappointing for him than it would be for me. Yeah. But... So, we know how we got the... He'd be right. Have yeah. to be from the game before. Yeah. Have to be from the game somehow. Just be a heavy tackle. Probably just didn't quite get up. He could have got crushed at training too. We just or don't know maybe, about it, maybe... but... Maybe he was carrying a bit of weight from the... Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, he's thin enough. No, he's yeah. all right. <laughs> He'll be back, though, boys. He doesn't miss more than one game for bloody sore ribs. Right, oh, um, so Toby Green obviously didn't play. Didn't play um, for Geelong. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that hurts. Um, Josh Kelly laid out. Yeah, it hurts him, mate. It's only a calf, but he's had a lot of leg problems. Oh, he's had the calf problem before. Yeah, so yeah. that's starting to... That could be a few weeks. A few red flags there. The thing think. is, too, mate, when it comes to Brownlow medal, he, he hasn't really – I don't think I've got him for votes yet this year. No, I don't either. So, you know, misses another game. 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 If he potentially misses another one or two. I mean, there's a couple of blokes – we'll touch on this later on in, this, in the show, but there's a few blokes that have just started red hot. He, he misses another two games at all. He's Three out, games saved for the season. Could be out of the picture. I think he's out of contention. So, anyway, that'll hurt him big time. Another one from that game. Whitfield knocked out first quarter. Not allowed to come back on. Had him in my fantasy team. Devastated. He's suppose, gone. But, um, yeah. These, um, those couple from the Giants are going to help guys like Cogs. Pick up more uh, votes, up you more think? Votes, yeah. I think so, too. Shoulder that workload and, mm. and being seen a bit more. I think Can so, open yeah. potential for a tag, though, too. For, for the for you know Cogs the next, next in line. Like Cogs, but Cogs um, is probably next in line. Because the worst thing is for them as well, but 
Tybo, they're not they're not playing good enough footy at the moment to really, you know, be getting three vote getters potentially each week. So then if they're missing the likes of Kelly, Whitfield, uh, Green, say, for another week or two. Torano's still Torano's still not back. So that you've got to win the games of footy too. And if they're not winning games of footy without those blokes, then it doesn't matter how much workload the other fellas are getting, they're they're probably not getting votes. So I don't know. You think Cripps has, has got those True, votes this is true. Like they yeah. won two and seven games in the last two years. So. You've got to be head and shoulders above the rest, though. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. I don't know. They that, just look lost I don't know that Cogs is head and shoulders at the Giants. He he might be when he's the only one, like you said. I suppose he's going to have to be. Yeah, maybe <laughs> I guess. But but I don't know. They, their young blokes have so much more depth than say Carlton's young blokes. Like you know when Cooper's out, you know they just fail Carlton yeah. basically. When Giants lose a few players. Usually, they're still fairly competitive. The likes of Hately coming through the middle, young Caldwell. Zach played Williams the didn't come into the mid much, yeah. and, so and he was, tag, he was yeah. They so. generally still share it, but anyway, time will tell. Um, Dunkley has done an ankle, probably out for at least a fortnight. Yeah, that I think, and th- that was late in the game too. So I think that's really that that could be bigger than than a lot of people think. Could be big for the dogs too, because he so is a important. big possession getter. Um, and he can break games open too, and he's a and he's a big body. Like you take him out, I mean, it might give McRae more of that mid time that he wants. Get him off that wing, stop sulking out there on the bloody wing. But yeah, I don't know. Good news though, um, bad news. But yeah, <laughs> another big one. Cunnington laid out for the Kangas with a back injury. What's wrong with it? Don't know. Just just probably saw oh, that. Probably it probably something. Oh, I, I just think he's been carrying the team for too long. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. He's just an animal. He's probably gone head first yeah. in the contest as yard something. Probably, probably just a training. But um, I don't know if he's there. Do they possibly? What are they? Are they is, do you know if there's any talkers to out a game this week? Or not sure. It was a layout, so I reckon it was just a. Just it could have been like a back spasm or something like that. Yep. Yeah, hopefully he'll be back. But um, if he plays, they might have won that game. So only what nine points off. Mm. So yeah, it's a lot to their team. Does have even, even going forward, kicking goals, he does everything. Yeah, he's pretty underrated footballer. Isn't he? Oh, I think so too. Yeah, you, no one talks about him, but geez, he's good. Um, Zorko, a lot of laid outs this week. He was another laid out for the Lions with Achilles soreness. Achilles soreness is always a worry. Yeah, but he doesn't know what his Achilles is, does he? Zorks, isn't that what happened last year? He thought he no, he thought he'd done a calf or something, and yeah. it was just his Achilles. Yeah. And he said, "Well, I just was worried because I've never had an injury there, so I didn't know what it was." I just think without him, because Cam Ellis Yolman came and didn't light it up. It didn't play terribly. But um, for Lions still to win that game without a player like Zorko in their team, I think that's good signs for the Lions. Oh, isn't it what? Hey, Ty? Good, good isn't it? Good signs for Neil, too. Really good signs for Neil because <laughs> he, he tore it up. He, he tore it up. Um, and just a quick one, probably like Rosie, Rosie copped a knock on the jaw. He did play through, but did not impact the game whatsoever. Had minimal possessions, minimal involvement. Enough. It's going to be more of an issue after it that. Or he's having minimal. Was it? No, he caught the. He caught the. Or he, he caught the. Would you say he shied away a bit after that, or was he just quite? It was wet though. Him? It was wet. Right. It was wet, and he's good above hair. You never know what that can do to a young kid, so. though, do you? Like for Ex- yeah, so. true. Exactly right. Next week will tell us. Um, and then just one in interest to the Coleman uh, McAvoy shut down old Tommy Lynch from. Uh, yeah, didn't he? From what? Richmond. Gee, he's he's taking some big scalps actually. Yeah, so, there's been criticism over playing McAvoy in the back line, but uh, I think I think on the weekend he's certainly playing great in the rock. Yeah, he's and certainly McAvoy, proved his worth. Yeah. yeah, McAvoy's done really well back there. So 
yeah, that's about it from the newsroom. Back to you. Thanks, Nev. Good stuff as always, mate. Uh, righto, boys. It's time to get into our vote count for round three's footy action. Um, where do we want to kick off, I suppose? What about Hawthorne versus oh, Tigers. Tigers? It was Richmond. Um, bit of an upset there too after the way Hawthorne played last week. Um, yeah, let's get stuck in, boys. Your three votes. Who'd you have? No, that was at Smith. Smith for three. Um, dominated the first half. 21 first half disposals. It was Everywhere. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? Yeah. Was there anyone else Electric. on the ground? Just, Not in the first half. No. Yeah, speed athleticism. He showed it off, didn't he? Um, Nev, your thoughts, mate? Yeah, Isaac Smith, three. You agree with that? Yeah, 21, un- 21 uncontested possessions, though. So just floated out the back like a seagull all day mm. and delivered it. That's why he looked good. So Maybe yeah. that's where we're, why we're a little different, boys. Ooh. I actually had O'Meara above him. Um Oh, I don't know. I just I watched the whole game, as you probably did as well. Smith, obviously, most disposals. Amir, a little, not too far behind him. I don't know, four or five behind him in the end or something like that. Six. But, um, but thank you. <laughs> but um, he just had huge impact, I thought. Um, I saw him coming out of packs more, and I don't know. I just thought he might have just, it was a toss-up, but I thought he caught the umpire's eye potentially a bit more than Smith because Smith did get a lot of those cheapies and just, Floating about, whereas uh, Omira, yeah, some of his deliveries and some of his attacking footy up the corridor, I thought was really, you know, eye catching. So he completely, he completely changes their team, doesn't he? He, he does, mate. He looks just smooth as, and looks fit as a fiddle. Um, two votes, boys. I had Smith. Yeah, Omira for me, the Mustang. I'm calling him. Right, I had the Mustang. You, you, got, you guys have your whatever you call Dylan Shield. Oh, the Rolls Royce. The Rolls Royce. Yeah, so we got the Mustang. Oh, no. oh, and you got Petrakas yeah, the Ferrari. Yeah, that's right. Damn, he looks good, though, doesn't he? Fit as a fiddle. Um, all over it. Not even efficiency. He did, did not waste a disposal. Jeez, you probably yeah, should have had him got, three votes. I've, <laughs> I've got him for two as well, Ty. I've yeah. got him for two as well. All right. So we're thereabouts, boys. 91% disposal efficiency. That's that's awesome. When, that's when you're getting over 20 posies, that's bloody solid. And a lot of those are contested, too. Remember, he's in the guts getting that ball. So uh, You're one votes, boys. Who crept in there? Chad Wingard, three goals. Um, he was pretty efficient with his disposal as well and was setting up some plays inside 50. Me too, mate. No, I had him there as well. If, look, if he didn't hit the scoreboard with three, it was probably anyone's game. I actually personally thought Sean Bergwin had a blinder. But then I looked back at his stats and he, he probably just didn't get enough of the ball. Every what time he, he got it, he looked incredible. When he had the ball. Yeah, he, he, like he created a lot of their goals. But I still don't know if it was enough. When Wingard kicks three... Had to go to him for me. So yeah, yeah. Wingard had my one too. Yeah. Fifteen disposals, three goals. Um, but his forward pressure was immense. Like I think he made one or two tackles in that forward line. One of them led to a goal. Like that's what they got him for. And he's finally starting to live up to his potential. Hopefully, he can yeah. keep it going because he in a few minutes through the middle there. He is. can be big for Hawthorne. Yeah, doing but, a good yeah. job. Just no a, Tigers there. Just a quick one on that um, that game. Richmond only made twenty-seven tackles for the whole game. Um, so they were built, well down on what they I normally they do, only, I assume. I think they made single figures in the first half, yeah. nine or something like that. That's unheard of for them. Well, Jeez, Dusty doesn't make games, 100 tackles. What are they most doing? Of the other games of the week had 50, 60 plus tackles. So um, they got belted in the uncontested possession. Uh, they just let him, They just didn't turn up, did they? Run, yeah, them letting them lead them to the footy and then just hoping there'd be an error. They did bring it back second half, I think. I think it ended up close to the tackle count, but. Like the game was over too. 20, the end, 27 so. for a game. It's enough. That quarter, so. That's yeah, right. Not good Normally, them. 
Um, righto, boys. Um, Western Bulldogs versus GWS. Alrighty, I love this game, but um, I had McRae for three. Um, 25 disposals. He led led the game for tackles with seven. Um, five score involvements and five clearances himself. But he was only he only had nine centre bounce of clearance centre bounce attendances. So yep. I'm just I just wonder if he plays more midfield than that. How much better he could be? Oh, absolutely! And how much more he'll be in the umpire's eyes too. Exactly. Uh, Ty, yeah, would you have you had him there? Great as well. Great game. Yeah. Look, I tossed up. Um, I actually had Caleb Daniel just a smidge ahead of him. Um, I agree. The stats probably lean towards McRae, but I just thought Caleb Daniel's in and under work and more just his tidy up um, out of defence. Did that... you say tidy up? <laughs> <laughs> he, geez, he's a short bloody bloke. He? he is when, a midget. When he takes his headgear off, he looks like but, a different person. <laughs> does I he? Don't know who he is. I've never seen him without when, the gear. Mate, off. When he takes off at the end of the game, you're like, who's that? Seriously, yeah. you don't know who, who he is. Like Jamie Sowell. Remember that bloke used to play bloody NRL for the Dragons? Yeah, yeah just. He never looked the same. Yeah, just. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. Anyway, mate, yeah, out of the back line, I just thought his precision kicking uh, was what. Kept breaking the Giants every time they went forward. So I got him in there. I had McRae as two. Your two votes, boys? Yeah, I had Caleb Daniel at two. 23 disposals, six marks. He just – he seemed to be everywhere, didn't he? I don't know if it's a headgear. You just see this little, like, black head no. popping it, up. No, he just, he just mopped on, up a lot of that spill ball, eh? Where just, it could have been a 50-50 well, – was a 50-50 every time. And, yeah, every time he was in the contest, he actually got he it out cleanly. He so well. He's such an underrated player. Yeah, he, I feel. He was yeah, good, mate. I haven't got him in my um, my three two one this week. Ouch! I thought he looked good, but um, I've got Dunks in it at two. Um, he was six he tackles, was three clearances, um, just contested footy beasts, and just a real tough nut. So yep, yeah. Fair chat. One boys. Oh, I'd, well, yeah. I'll kick it off. I had Nick Haynes. Um, I thought he was by far uh, GWS's best player. Well, the Cogs was around the ball a fair bit, got a fair bit of the ball, as you'd expect. Um, but mostly, at least half his possessions were just in close, trying to just basically trying to get his team moving. Whereas um, Haynes kept that deficit, uh, you know, half of what it should have been or could have been if he wasn't in that back line. He just outmarked his opponent every single time. Yeah, I mean, he took 11 marks of the game. Marks. So, mate, that's astounding. And um, the thing about Haynes is, he doesn't just intercept Mark. He doesn't float off his player like your Jeremy Howes and that does. He literally is with his bloke, running with him and just outmarking the guy straight up. One on one, the in, guy yeah. a lot too. Because a lot of the time, in the lot, air, reads the flight and just plucks it from his grasp. He had eleven um, marks, and majority of those were uncontested. But watching it, it always seemed like they were contested. So I think he just loses his man or wins the wrestle and then takes the clean ball. Yeah, and his closing speed, obviously. Um, but, mate, yeah, I just thought he was unreal, eh? It would have been a blowout if he wasn't in their team because GWS seriously aren't playing good footy. Tybo? Yeah, I had um, Perryman again. Um, so he got a vote, I think, in the first game. He, he got three votes Mate, he did game. play well. Yeah. Um, he was good. Two goals and 23 disposals. Um, eight, eight disposals in the last quarter. So I'm talking um, that's one of my, my key criteria is that the last last couple of quarters, and he dominated at the end. I think he's leading the Coleman at the moment. The Coleman, is he? I think so. I think he's equal lead or leader. Right. Yeah. Yeah, well, my strategy is pulled into play here, boys. I've gone Haynes and Perryman. I've split the vote between them, 0.5. So yep. um, neither of them are probably, over the whole season, Brownlow contenders. Contenders, but, yeah, Perryman hit the scoreboard. And Haynes was just unreal, like you said. So, yeah. Only pretty, fair, mate. Yeah. Only fair. Um. 
Yeah, I'll tell you what, something else quickly to touch on in that game is I've never really rated Libba all that highly. Um, I've always thought they talk about him, talk about it, talk about it. He's never really delivered. Um, but I did not know how much he added to that side. It's like a mirror for the Until Hawks. the weekend's game. His aggression led them and they all just followed. So just, um, yeah, he nearly snuck in there based on that alone because I felt like he got his side going. But uh, possessions and that didn't go his way. Yeah, I mean- but geez, boys, he adds a lot to him. So good, point, good, good to point. see the doggies back with Libra in there. Um, Swanies, North Melbourne. Um, Swans got up just, didn't they? Yeah, 71 to 60. Got up by 11 in the end. By 11 points, is yeah, it? 11 points, yeah. Tag us off if you like. Give us give us your votes. Oh, uh, Josh Kennedy, mate. Oh, Josh Kennedy up. What do you have? Most disposals, I believe. And I just thought a lot of them were contested and he got a lot of clearances out of there. So I had Josh Kennedy with three votes for sure. Um, how about yourselves? Yeah, Kennedy as well for me. Um, he led the tackles, uh, Swans clearances, and contested balls. So, yeah, a beast. underrated as well. Just does his business every week, week, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. See, I've sort of yeah, I might throw the cat amongst the pigeons here, but I've got Josh Simkin with three votes. I know he's on the losing team, but I've actually got two. No, I've, I've got him in there, mate. So, like, yeah, 26 disposals, three tackles, a goal, eight clearances, and he was in the center bounces for 19. Yeah. So I just thought he he's prolific at the moment. Yeah, he's playing like, footy without Cunning. Even when Cunnington was there in the, in the game last week, he was still good. But he's he's going to be elite. Yeah. Well, and the thing is too, you think with Cunnington out, a lot more um, potential, potential would go to him. Yeah, potentially. I know Higgins still there, but still, there's not a huge depth in their midfield. So surely someone's running around. Well, Georgie Hewitt would have run. It was with good because Georgie Hewitt normally tags for the Swans. They would have run with him for a little bit, but. Oh, yeah, tag doesn't seem to affect him. Mm. No, good point, mate. And look, it was a close enough game, wasn't it? Nine points in the end, was it you said? Yeah, so, nine. Close enough game that the three vote can go either way, I yeah. think. That's fair enough. So, um, I yeah, I didn't have him at two, but uh, who would you have? Would you have at three, Ty? You had Kennedy as well. So, would you have at two, mate? Two, I enjoy him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right, Everything, he's everywhere. He's a really good player. Like, I'm starting to really take a lot. He was my one, so that gives you an indication that I. He's definitely thereabouts. But I actually had Heaney at two. Um, hit the scoreboard and, look, I caught a glimpse of the game, not a lot of it, but every, everything I watched, he was just – he looked like he had their defence in tatters. And then I read the uh, match report, as I always do, and reading the match report, uh, yeah, it just sounded like for majority of the game, Heaney led that forward line and he, and he basically had the uh, defence in a rabble. So – yeah, it's a tough one. I found it really hard to do the two and the one on this, but went towards Heaney with the goals on the board. Nev? I had uh, Josh Kennedy at two. Yep. Yeah, like like you, you boys touched on it. He was just probably the Swans' best player, so yeah. And your ones, boys? Yeah, uh, Luke Parker I had for one. Um, just um, So he's a, a big name. He's a vote getter. He's had plenty of votes in the past. And, you know, what we were saying about Fife last week, you know, you have a good game, um, you're a vote getter in the league, you're going to maybe get a vote. Yep. Um, so it was a close little toss-up between a few. but uh, A lot of them were around the same possession mark, weren't they? It was tough. You got a lot of clearances, uh, seven score involvements, um, which was right up the top. Um, and, yeah, he's contested for Hard to split this game. I found this probably the hardest game to give all my votes to. I really did. 
All right, boys, moving on to the next your, one. Who had your one? Though? Oh, Simpkin did, yeah, mate. Yeah, so with me, once again, I had I, I split my vote. So Goldstein, I thought he was prolific. Oh, sorry. Yeah, right, your one? Yeah, nine clearances, led the game for clearances as a he, Ruckman. Mate, he was super unlucky to miss he's, out on my three votes. Is he the form Ruckman oh, of the comp? Easily. That, I mean, it would have been different if we had to seen Gorn play this week. But True. I, th- I think on form, he's well, probably the thing just is too, He's the only Ruckman player at 100% game time. Yeah. He's out there 100% of the game. So Keep in mind, he played against the Swans who don't have a Ruckman at the moment. Well, they spent their, their backup Ruckman is out. Yeah, yeah. but uh, Sinclair, isn't it? Mate, he hasn't he's, done poorly of recent years. He is not that bad. I think he competes um, more around the ground and that's it's right. less, less impressive in the, hit-outs, in the actual yeah. Ruck. Yeah, so, um, but my other my other half vote went to Heaney. Like, like you said, I think he was a big reason why the Swans ended up winning just – Wherever he was, he, he did something and it impacted the game. So I think he knows he has to embrace the forward position now too with Franklin out. He's got to, mate. So instead of trying to push up the ground and occasionally get carried away following the footy, he's just staying home and trying to do the Tell you what, Blakey was, Blakey's starting to come of age there without yeah. Franklin there. He could just do a few more bloody dumbbells in the gym, couldn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's a bit like old Hipwood. <laughs> There's no meat on his bones whatsoever. He would bruise like a peach. Um, <laughs> righto, boys. Um, Collingwood... Versus St Kilda. All right. Uh, so I had Sidey for three. Um, just dominated 31 disposals and um, kicked a goal of his own, set up um, set up for scoring plays. So he was good. Lead, led the tackles for the game. The green there for someone Yeah, else? he's got my three, mate. Six, six tackles, five marks. Just easy best on ground. I love games like this when you're looking round low because you just watch the game and you go, bang, he's got me three. Agreed, mate. It looked an easy one, didn't it? It looked a set and forget. Side bottom gets to three, boys. He hasn't so. had a bad game this year, but this is the first time where he's stood out. Yeah, really stood out, I think. Yeah, and racked them up. Uh, your two votes. Yeah, so speaking of the big boys, uh, Goldstein, Max Gorn, we got Grundy coming in at number two here for me. Um, 31 hit outs, dominated, dominated the tap, 20 disposals as well. Um, 12 of them contested. Yep. It was good. Yeah, I got Granny too. Dominated right hand Marshall. They tried to tag team him, just didn't work. Um, five marks around the ground, four tackles as well. He's just, he can do it all. He he's can amazing. do it all. He's, he's, so, he's so good to watch. He really is. He's unreal, mate. Yeah, look, I've missed a trick here, maybe. But um, oh, I've got Pendles at two. I thought he still did enough just behind Sidey. Um, oh, again, just, geez, he's in a, he's in a rich vein. A form his whole career, isn't he? Yeah, but, I was going to say he's never been out of form. <laughs> but still, oh, he's just, like a fine wine. He might have even improved a little this year. On last year, anyway, this year I think he's even a little bit better. So, um, yeah, I had him at two. I thought he was pretty hard to not get it. Um, yeah, I tossed up with Grundy and someone else in the one, but we'll get to that because Grundy didn't get that either. Who's <laughs> 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 his uh, boys for yeah, one? One vote. Um, Taylor Adams led the clearances at Collingwood, contested door for the game. Um, he's in some form as well. Yeah, he is. Um, so Grundy and him are just uh, working, working well together this year. Yeah, well, um, I had Pendles as my one buds. I like you said, I thought he was great. Seven marks. He had five inside fifties too. Like, yeah, he's fine wine, mate. Gets better with age. He's, yeah, that's okay, right. He's never been out of form. Never. Wine's never good in my opinion, but anyway, yeah, they reckon, they reckon it gets better with age. Yeah. Um, well, he's a bit left to field, I must admit, and it and it's oh, it goes a little bit against what I normally do because it was a hiding, it was an absolute touch up in the end. But my one vote goes to Dan Butler. He was just electric, 
Um, he was really, really good. And for me, he was – I know he's opposition team, so they're a sniff at a one vote. And for me, he was pretty much the only shining light in their team for the majority of the game. And he created a little highlight package there of his own. So, yeah, I gave him the one vote. Um, yeah. Did you drink that night or? Oh, mate, come on. The Saints had a pretty poor game all round, and without him there, I reckon they're lucky to score 20 points. So, Well, Pies scored 81. Saints only got the 37. So, yeah, but it's a it, hiding. But like, Was it the start of the third quarter and they kicked away? I can't remember. But uh, it might have been even half a the second quarter. On that quarter. note, though, Buds, I, but I did was think Butler had a good game. He's sitting here in me notes. Like, I couldn't get in the one. I thought that. He's had a really good start there, and he's added a lot coming from Richmond. Yeah, he's another really one of those blokes that's seen a new lease on life. Like, he was playing for Richmond in their best side a lot of the time, but he was still in and out, in and out. Like, he he wants to find his his spot there, I think, and he's going to do all he can. Yeah, he, he's, it, so. he's a really good small four-hole. He's, he's going to be a real asset to them. Um, Next game, boys. Right, I say, this is the oh, – jeez, I enjoyed this game. <laughs> oh, the mighty blues, eh? Like, don't even talking about it. it. It's hard to hate them when they've just struggled for so long. But uh, Cripper, my boy Cripper, finally got his first rebound of the year for me. Uh, 24 disposals, 17 contested, 12 clearances, led the game like Just a beast. Threw them on their back in the first three quarters, took the ball. He was an animal. Yeah, he was. <laughs> and he... <laughs> Did you have him there, Ty? You're nodding your head. I'm just. I'm hoping yeah, that's no, because you no, agree. Hey, yeah, hey. so he, he's my three. I think that was an easy three vote. Um, but, yeah, I'm just... Really excited that Carlton had two more points than Geelong. Yeah, well, it was pretty enjoyable. <laughs> it was great, mate. <laughs> For those, I know you can't see us while you're just listening there, guys, but um, we are smiling from ear to ear looking at Ty here yeah. while we talk about this. Steam, steam coming out of his ears. Uh, Cripper got my three as well. Ty, how about yourself, mate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cripper got mine as well. He, <laughs> he nearly doubled the contested possession of the next best player on the ground. So yeah, right. He was, he was everywhere, struggling tackle. He was a class above, wasn't he? He was a class above. Right, I say, um, well, for two votes, uh, the little little magician, Eddie Betts, back in the Carlton colours. Jeez, he was good, Jeez, wasn't he? he's good he to watch good. when he's on fire. <laughs> when he's on, <laughs> he is on. I mean, he only, had, he only had 12 disposals, but he seven of those were score involvements. So yeah, more well. than half of his touches led to goals. He kicked two himself. He had three goal assists in the third quarter. Well, like, that's... However... One of those was a definite shot at goal that he sprayed straight into the chest of one of his players. Counts as a kick and a mark, doesn't it? Counts as an assist. Yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, um, and last quarter, that last sort of five minutes, he, he had a bit of a highlight package, didn't he? I think oh, he made mate. a match-saving tackle. Did he smother? He smothered. I think he took a mark as well. Oh, no, late. Too much about match-saving tackle. He did it all. More or less a, a brain fart from the Geelong players stepped back into him, Mate, at the end of the day, he did more he did the, the, day, in the last five minutes than the whole Geelong side did in the last six minutes. At the end of the day, his uh, his <laughs> his team got the four points, so yeah, I think he deserved the two. It was good to see him back, mate. I uh, I, I had him with three, but he didn't get my two. Um, he got my one vote, but I had Doherty with my two votes. Um, geez, he's been consistent, and oh, I thought he might have quietened a little bit with Newman being out. I said that you know he might not get freed up as much. But the guy, the guy is just exceptional. Like his athleticism is just his fitness in general. He's a running machine. He really is. And um, yeah, look, he, he, I just thought he set up a lot of Carlton's launches um, to go forward. Just his kicking. See the best rebounder so. in the comp. Well, God, he's up there. I think he's got to be, so, hasn't he? You know, they don't get that margin early. Um, 
without him doing it. And credit to Carlton too for turning it around, whether it was Teague, the players, both combined effort, because I spoke harshly about him last week, about how the hell do you get out of these slow starts? And they come out like an absolute bloody rocket. They did, so they really did. Credit to him. And yeah, I thought Doc was a fair fair chunk of that going forward for him. Created a lot. So he got my two. Yeah, that's time, right. mate. Yeah, Mitch Duncan for me. Um, Had to be a bloody yeah. cat, didn't it? Well, he was good. <laughs> um, you know, they come back from 42 points down, the Cats. And um, it was mainly Mitch Duncan. That's well, they didn't, they didn't come back because they didn't win. Well, they, they came back. Coming back. They came close. They were coming back. They should have, <laughs> they should have come the whole bloody way. Um, 12 last quarter of the stars, he, he nearly single-handedly dragged them back into the contest. So. Carlton, Carlton so, fans so, would be so, saying so they couldn't got, touch us. So he got so what, He got two votes for yeah. for playing a one good quarter of football? No, he Sounds that way, Nev. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fair chat. Fair chat. Um, so one vote, Doherty, like you said, Bards. 23 disposals, nine marks back there, 14 rebound 50s. Yep. So he rebounded the ball out of the 50 14 times. That's that's unbelievable. That's why Carlton won. Yeah. We were watching the same game. Well, you know, we yeah. didn't have the Geelong glasses on, mate. Yeah. No Geelong glasses here. Geelong couldn't catch the ball. Geelong couldn't catch COVID in the middle of Melbourne at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky they're at the hub at home because lucky they're not in Melbourne oh, mate, because yeah, the best. that's that's mm. so. Who's your one mate? Oh geez, I thought it was going to go another Geelong. He was influential at critical times. He was popping up. I spoke about yeah. small forwards before you guys. Created a highlight. Just pitch. popped up at those certain times. That tackle at the end of the game, couple of kicks at goal. Um, yeah, just did those little things. Got people excited. Quick, sh- quick shout out to one of our listeners, a massive Carlton fan. He's had a lot of heartache. Recently, and uh, I tell you what, didn't he give Recently, some curry? The last decade, didn't he give some curry to the to Tybo next to me, the Cats fan, all night? Oh, are you his friends anymore? Goal. Are you friends anymore? Oh yeah, I know it'll never happen again. <laughs> I tell you what, his VB camera rattling in his yes, hand with nerves yes. in the last five though. All uh, right, boys, moving on. Let's uh, head to the Lions game. Lions West Coast. Uh, Tybo. Yeah. Oh, lucky Neil. I didn't, know, I didn't have my notes organised, mate, so you're up. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Three votes, Lockie Neal. Um, yeah, what can I say? I think he's, he's one of the Brownwood favourites now, definitely. I hit, yeah, I probably didn't. Fairingham, I didn't, probably, I didn't need seven, my votes. Yeah, um, yeah, no, seven bucks, get on him. He was exceptional, yeah. Like I said, I probably didn't need the notes here because I should have known as soon as I said Lions, Lockie Neal, because he was unreal. Um, Disposals, goals, tackles. Best on easily. And that's the thing, mate. Like this year, he's hit – I mean, he hit the scoreboard a bit last year. But this year, he's he's kicking two goals every game right now. So And they're winning every game. Yeah, unreal. Um, Neal with my three, 32 disposals, kicked two goals, seven tackles, clear BOG. Clear BOG there. Three votes, easy. I woke up expecting match report on that one to say Lockie Neal best of field. Couldn't believe I didn't say it. But anyway, nonetheless, uh, yeah, all three of us have gone him, so he was. Uh, your two votes, boys. I had uh, Hugh McGluggage. Um, just looked really classy this game. Composed. Um, yeah, especially you said he got better as the game went on, I think. And um, yeah, he just he, he found space, but he was just. Yeah, like you said, composed. He was very crafty and he didn't want to waste a disposal. You could tell that he wanted to make certain every kick was hitting its mark and it pretty well did. So, uh, here we got mine. Yours, He boys. reminds me of Pendleby. Just the, he's how he's got leaner, time. But, but he's, he's just good. got time. Like, he just grabs the ball, he assesses what he wants to do and then he decides what he wants to do with it. There's nothing rushed about him. 
Yeah. It's really good to see. For yeah, for a young bloke, he's certainly yeah, come yeah. along in leaps and bounds. He'll be one of the lines well, he already is one of the lines best, but it won't be long before he's Right up there in that one of the comps best. Mm. Speaking of lines, I had lines for my two boats. Jared. Jared. Oh, Jared. Jared line, yeah. Well, um, it was good. 13 contested possessions, tackled all day, eight clearances. Couple of snags too, didn't he? Yeah, a couple of goals. He was um, he was good. Six score involvements. Yep. Good game. Well, I actually gave uh, my two votes to a West Coast player, Andrew Gaff. Just uh, accumulated the ball. Yeah. Controversial, Yeah, mate. accumulated the ball. He had 30 disposals, boys, in COVID ball. Haven't got him. <laughs> haven't got him in me three. In COVID ball, 30 disposals, it's probably up more like around the 36 to 40 disposal mark. Like, that's prolific. Um, yeah. Yeah. Only had two clearances, so – but that's the game he plays. He plays the outside game and delivers the ball. He had seven marks as well. Um, yeah, so did, ju- just did, snuck ahead with my two. Did Hugh get your one then? Or not in there. Hughes in there. Okay, so you got your one vote. Well, oh, you've you've no, done your bloody half half. I wanted to do no, no. I'll go half half. <laughs> He's still I'm, I'm, I'm still I'm hedging a bit. So McCluggage for me gets a point five. Once, yep. like you said, unreal. Um, Nick Nat gets my other point five. Yep, mate. That bloke. Good if he played more time on ground, he's he's un, he's unbelievable. He had twelve disposals. Every single one of them contested. Led the game with nine clearances, and he only played sixty-eight or sixty-nine percent game time. Yeah. But that's ridiculous. And he, he's a ruckman. He was an animal early. Um, he look, he did fade out of the game a little bit, but I, I, I still, I found he enough fade. Or did he, fade? Was he not allowed well, to get, on, get the him field. on the field? Yeah, that's right, mate. Which forces him to bloody fade. Joke. Whenever he's out there again, he's still carved up. Jeez, so I hate to be a West Coast supporter. Uh, They're struggling over here. They don't like the hub, do they? Oh, there's no excuse for it. <laughs> Not. It should be better, mate. They're a quality they team. They travel every second of the week anyway, football. living over there. So. And Nat Nui as well for one vote. Yeah, he, right. Look, he, yeah, like I said, he faded a little bit, but he was by far and away the best on-ground early parts. And I just think that I'm sort of gone in the rooms and gone, well, bloody hell. Jeez, it was well. a close enough game. And even though he didn't see close much of it later, I think they would have gone, that Nick Nat knew when he, when he was out there was unbelievable. Yeah. So I just feel like he was still in their mind. So I got him a vote. You, Ty? Yeah, I'll get with the one. Yep. yep. You guys mentioned it already. West Coast has just got to let Nick Nat loose, I think. It's time to go. If he breaks down, he breaks down. Oh, if, I agree. If he plays more time, they're He's a not going to get any younger. He's, no. a, he's He's, what, hit 30. So, you know, is he 30? I think he's 30 this year. So if he's if he's already 30-year-old, the injuries are going to linger regardless. His age is still going to get to him soon enough. Um, he's not... Many years left in his career anyway. I know it's a bad thing to say, but either one will get him first, injury or age, and you want to get the best out of him while you can. They're going Jeez, to be big, within, by next year. They're going to be lining up to have another ruckman take his place anyway. Try and win a premiership. Let him again. loose. Well, well, you still can. Let him loose. Your team's and only and got that window knees, for so long. So. And hope his knees hold up because yeah. Yeah. Um, what are we up to, boys? Uh, Suns crows. Take us off there, Ty. Yeah. So three votes. Suns crows. Matt Brown again. Yeah. He's, he's got two in a row, two BOGs in a row for me. Freak, um, unbelievable. He is a freak right now. Um, he doesn't look at it. I'm telling he, you that right uh, now. They they started to tag him a bit um, in the second half. Laughed um, it off, didn't he? He was playing. He was playing pretty tight on him, but um, he was still breaking free, giving those handballs because that's all he's been doing. He's getting tackled, but he's, he just breaks free somehow and gets so strong ball, so. for an 18 year old to have that sort of physicality. It's almost mm-hmm. unheard of. It is. So we all got in for three. Yeah, he's no, got, he's no further ado there. We don't mate, need to talk uh, it up too talk, much more. I was speaking with a mate about the game last night, and uh, 
he made a good point. Raul, he's, is he Michael Voss 2.0? Well, similar. There's he's a, a very similar player. Early days, but geez, he's... He's yeah. a very similar player. He's silky. Yeah. He gets out of the middle. Like that goal he kicked from outside 50. He got the ball, handed off, got the one-two bat and kicked the goal from outside 50. And on the 50, left, if you honestly. don't mind. Yeah, and on the left, like, like yeah, like, yeah. Oh, shades, just, of, like, shades of my younger days. As soon as, he, <laughs> as soon as he said the word Michael Moss, I'm like, that's it. Not well, we are talking last week what he reminded us of, and that's him, I reckon. Yeah, so, fair enough. Yeah. All right, what else do we have, boys? Who else have we got in there? A couple of votes left. Two, two votes, uh, Tuk Miller. Um, he, was, he was pretty good for the Suns. Um, just, I suppose, feeding off Rao's um, form. Um, leading ball winner on the ground. Um, had plenty of contested possessions, uh, score involvements. And, yeah, he was just solid. Yeah. No, nah, that's, that's fair. Ben King got my two. Um, some breakout game from the, from the young forward, I think. Um, 13 disposals. Kicked three goals. Two behinds. Um, six marks, yeah, breakout game. Like you said earlier, his agility, just yeah. as a forward. Yeah, mate. Look, I, I had him as two as well. I thought he was exceptional um, up and about. He got – and, you know, he celebrated goals well too. So every time he kicked them, um, you know, not only is an umpire. He let everyone know. You, yeah, but it doesn't matter how much crowd was there. It meant a lot to him. And when it mean, meant a lot to him kicking them, it meant a lot to his teammates. And, it, and he just lifted them and lifted them. So so just to touch on Tuke there, Ty um, – Mate, I had him in my calculations as well, uh, and I actually took him out, mate, of my <laughs> of my account because you took him out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, did, yeah, I, I did take him out, mate, um, because he gave away a really, really poor fifty metre free kick right towards the end of the game there, which tarnished his game for me. So back chat, he, wasn't it? It was, yeah, and that's the thing. It was back chat directly to the umpire. So he had a great game, otherwise. But unfortunately, I think when the ups go back in and they converge, uh, I'm, I'm hoping he'll get left out of their calculations as well because I feel like back chats and umpires straight up enough to say, listen, mate, you're not in our calculations today. Good chat. Right, one vote. Well, I, I had two. You've touched on it. Easy one vote for me. He was just a good player. Played really well that day. Yeah, boys, I gave Jared Witts my one vote. Um, I thought he was a beast in the ruck. Led the way. Um, you know, he, was, he looked like he was their voice. He was up for the game. And just let him really, really well all game, and and he got a lot of clearances as well. He's a little bit grundy like it in certain quarters there, so good to see. Tybo, I had, I had uh, Lockie Weller for my one vote. Um, yeah, pretty good. gone four or five different blokes that um, that one. So yeah, tough. Plenty of clearances. He's been good, eh? Aussies, yeah. He's he's huge pickup, eh? From last year to this year, he's gone up. Um, yep. Seems right. to really thrive on that midfield role at the moment, doesn't he? Uh, last game of the round, boys. Must be Port Adelaide uh, due to the fact we're short a game, of course. Um, Port Adelaide versus... Versus Freo. Freo, Freo yeah. In Deluge. Heard that guy? Jesus. These beers are catching up on me, lads. Sorry. Speaking of beers, mate, how many do you have over the weekend? Another 30 pack? No, no, not that many, actually, because I work both nights. So, yeah. I only had a couple. Saturday night, Sunday night. Monday night. Regulation 24. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, who we have, boys? Three votes. Um, Boke. Yeah, Boke. Led his team. Boom, we agree. Yeah. Boke. Unanimous. 26 disposals. Eight inside 50s. Jeez, he's going well, isn't he? Got it. And seems to hit the scoreboard a lot of weeks too. Like, kicked, mm. uh, only kicked one goal, but yeah. Right, oh, well, that's, yeah, definitive. Um, two, two votes then. Two votes. Two votes. Nat Five for me. Nat Five, yeah. I thought he was, he was easily Frio's best. I mean, they were poor, but 
23 disposals, 17 of those contested in the wet, you'd expect that. He had 17 intercept possessions, though. What'd they lose by? Uh... 29 points. Oh, it wasn't as bad as I no, thought. No, 70 to 41. It sh- if it was a – well, obviously, if it was dry, it could have been different. But, yeah. Um, kick the goal, too. It's just their best every week. Righto. Yeah. At the moment. Ty? I had uh, Ollie Wines on his comeback game for the power. Um, yep. Yeah, solid. He looked like he had a point to prove because he wasn't in their best 22 last week, apparently. So, um, yeah, he's he come out and killed it. Righto. I had Scott Lysett. Um, two votes. Look to me like I didn't watch the game in fairness, so want to be the greatest of judges, but just stuck to my guns with my strategy boys. And, you know, it, Ruck went hard to lean towards, and then I couldn't find myself not giving him, you yeah, know, the right. two or the one vote. And I gave him the two because obviously Freo must have struggled without their Ruckman, um, without a Ruckman, realistically. Oh, a lot, lot. Lob's pretty more than handy. Well, I don't know. I saw the hit out, so I'll have another look at the stats there shortly, but. Lysette looked to dominate the game, to be honest. So, um, yeah, he got my two. Um, I had had Wines as my one. How about your one, boys? Uh, My one I gave to Ollie Wines, like you said, Tyler. Good to see him back in it. 25 disposals, three tackles, kicked a goal. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Uh, I had five for my one. Yeah, so he switched them. Yeah, I thought he was really good at the start of the game. Um, Yeah. Port Adelaide were just too good in the end, and yeah, they, they took the three and the two. Very good. Well, boys, um, who got your one, buds? No, 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 mate. Yeah. I had wines in there. Sorry, yeah, I touched on that just before. Yeah. So, yeah, he was he was great on on his return, like we said. Tell you so. what, finish off on that game, mate. Geez, Fife and Walters need some help. They're the best on their team every week. And yeah, they're not getting much help at the moment, are they? One of them goes down. You think it's, it's lights curves, out for boys. It's three men? Yeah, they need help. Yeah. All right. Um, that's our votes there, boys. Uh, let's give the uh, listeners a bit of an update on our top four for the year so far. I'll kick it off, boys. Um, before I do get into it, I've got a couple of little sneaky snap stats here I want to uh, share with you. At the moment, I've got a total of 63 players that have received votes so far this year. It's only been three rounds. This week alone, I've added 18 new players Holy that received really? votes in this round. 18. Okay? Yeah. 18 new players received votes this round. Unreal. So here's what I put to you. How many players do you reckon received a vote in the Brownlow medal last year? I've got 63 players already received a vote this year. Keep that in mind. It's been three rounds. I'm going to say 63. Received a vote last year. Yep. Are you high? No. I I, I really don't know. I really don't know. I was surprised. So you've got 63 now. I was blown away. Okay. I'll 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 go 147. 147, 123. 193. 198 players received a vote in the Brownlow medal Somebody's last year. Somebody's closer. <laughs> <laughs> I was worried when I saw 63 players have already received a vote after three rounds, but then to realise that 198 received a vote last well, year was probably on track. That's about so. 11 players per club that will receive a vote each year. That's, yeah, that's pretty yeah. impressive. 11 different players are going to poll in the top three. Anyway, boys, uh, our top four, um, time to give us an update and see where we're at as we track throughout the year. My top four sit currently as Travis Boak on top with nine votes, Lockie Neal currently on six votes, tied with Matt Rowell, six votes, and I have Fife and Pendles equal third with five votes each. Okay. Who have you got, boys? Yeah, I've got uh, Lockie Neal sitting on top of my uh, predictions at the moment with eight. Oof. Um, Travis Boak, second with seven votes, um, and then Josh Kennedy and Matt Rowell 
tied on six votes each. Same names in there. So, well, I've got Travis Boak on top with a perfect nine so far. I think yep. he's got, yeah. So, so Lockie Neal, second on eight. Matt Rowe, the young piglet, on six. And then I've got Fife and Grundy tied for fourth on five votes at the moment. So, yeah. Very good, boys. So, at the moment, uh, as we move into the next couple of weeks, we, we are looking at uh, Boak and Neal currently leading, whichever way you lean towards out of Matty, us three. Matty Rowe up the, up the rear. Right, oh, um, we've got another segment coming up, boys. A bit excited about this one. Uh, Tybo's going to take us away here, fellas, with the uh, latest segment for the Brownlow Bar. All right, thanks, buds. Uh, here we go. Ty's temperature check, the first ever uh, edition. So we're just going to talk about who's hot, who's not. Um, and what that means for the Brownlow medal. So who's hot? Um, out of my uh, votes so far, I've got four players who polled in every game so far. Uh, Lockie Neal, Travis Boak, Taylor Adams, and Luke Parker. A bit of a surprise packet in there. Uh, he's polled in every game. Uh, only like a one here and there, but um, yeah, not too bad. Uh, so Lockie Neal, uh, he's only one vote off a perfect start for me uh, to the season. Um, he looks to goods early. Um, Lions are winning plenty of games. Um, they've got Adelaide and Port Adelaide coming up at the Gabba, uh, and he's a proven vote getter when it comes um, to that. Um, Lions are winning plenty of games, I've said. Um, I don't think either of those two teams, Adelaide or Port Adelaide, have a, um, a designated tagger, so who's going to lock down Lockie Neal? No one, I don't think. So, um, yeah, he's, he's looking good at the moment, boys. Um, so a quick stat on um, Lockie Neal. His last game against Adelaide last year, he had 39 possessions and got the three votes in the Brownlow medal. So uh, he likes to play against the Crows and I think he's he's in the form to do it again, uh, playing it together. Um, Boak's another one who's uh, relishing in his team's success at the moment. Um, Porter sitting on top of the ladder, largely due to Boak's um, form recently. So Badzi and Ennev both had Boak... Um, Perfect threes to start the year from the first three rounds. Uh, Port's next two games against the Eagles and the Lions. Um, Ollie Wines is back into Port's midfield. Um, so he may steal a couple of votes, maybe from Boak. Um, we'll have to wait and see on that one. But, uh, yeah, he's, he's doing pretty well. And speaking of hot, Matt Rowell, he is hot. He's that hot, he's turning pink. That kid um, can play. Um, unanimously best on ground in the last two games uh, from all of us. Um, he's given the Suns fans something to think to, to cheer about. Um, they play Frio. Um, Frio haven't been doing that well lately. Um, so, you know, if they keep winning, he's going to be the reason for that and getting some more votes. So I like to keep our eye on, on the Suns. I don't think um, he'll be able to keep it up for the year. Um, you know, they've got to win games for him to get the votes. So um, they play Cats in round five down at... Um, Geelong, and that's no easy feat unless you're Carlton. We're going to move on to who's gone cold now, boys, and um, there's a couple of, like, non-starters. Patrick Dangerfield, I don't think any of us have given him a vote. Oh, no, he got got a vote from me in the second round, yeah. Um, Yeah, I haven't given him any any votes yet this season. Bit of a slow start to games, and, um, yeah, he's just not, um, not polling, not as strong as as what um, he finished the season last year. Last year he finished with a um, something up his backside. He was going hard um, towards the brown at the end, but um, 
yeah, he's he's slowed right down and and done not not enough this year. Um, Dusty also hasn't polled very well this year um, to start it off. He missed last week, obviously. Um, came back a bit heavy, some would say, wouldn't they? Get um, off him. <laughs> uh, no, but he, has, he hasn't got the votes to start the season like we thought he would either. Um, Tim Kelly, as expected, he's had a slow start to the year, um, just uh, fitting into that new engine room at the Eagles. Um, and the boys at the Giants haven't really impressed that much to date. Um, that's it from Togo's Temperature Check. We'll see you next week. Yeah, unreal, Tybo. Thanks very much, mate. Uh, some really valid points in there, boys, I think. Um, especially on a few of those blokes that should be up there, the likes of Dusty, Danger and that, that have uh, that have started the season quite. Be interesting to see if they can improve. Uh, moving on to the last segment, boys, for the week. Um, always trying to finish on a high here at the bar. We're going to move on to the best bet from the bar, and it'll be Tybo's turn this week. But uh, I want to touch on last week, boys. We had a bet uh, laid out there by myself. I am proud to say that... Uh, we got up, boys. Hey, <laughs> Basher Hurley, get around him. Now, I was a little bit worried early on in the piece. Um, he was not touching the ball. In fact, he hardly had a touch in the first quarter. But thankfully, he rallied hard and uh, got a bit of ball in junk time. Now, he didn't get the most disposals for the game. Isaac Smith did. But if you had a bet in the uh, most disposals market, it's nearly always Group A, Group B. And he was in Group A, and thankfully, I know for where I bet with, uh, Isaac Smith was in Group B. Me too, mate. So, yeah. yeah, mate. So we got on, and uh, the bet, the bar will be putting $20 on these bets every single week so we can see where we go throughout the year, how well we progress. So we collected 80 bucks, boys, so a profit is 60 So no pressure time, mate, but uh, yeah, good start for the boys, and hopefully we can put you on another winner this week. Great stuff for the boys. Uh, so my bet this week uh, is another disposal getter. Uh, and I touched on him just before in the um, the temperature check. Lockie Neal plays Adelaide, loves him. 39 disposals he had last uh, last start against the Crows. So I'm backing him to, to go hard again uh, and uh, take the most disposals this week. Yeah, mate. Lockie that... Neal, get on him. Tell you what, sounds all right to me. I think that's red hot, eh? That'll take yep. some stopping. Well, fill your boots, man. Well, boys, that's another great week of uh, footy action covered by us. Um, let's look forward to next week. Keep your eyes peeled. Some more good footy, hopefully. Hopefully things get back to normal and the COVID thing works itself out. And uh, eyes on Lockie Neal for the weekend for the bar, hey? Yeah, I think so. I'm just keen to see these Queensland teams get up and, uh, yeah, have, have a couple more wins. Good to see. Very good to be. I don't think we've ever had both teams up in the top uh, top eight, let alone the top four. So let's keep it up. Just Absolutely. Good to, just good to see footy just, yeah, back, boys. I'm Bloody just oath. so happy. And let's hope Dusty Martin pull those boots back on this weekend. Well, from us here at the bar, it's over and out. Gotcha. Great.